driving around. No, 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 no. Let's 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 stop right now. You've got this fat fuck driving around. You're the one buying. I'm not buying cameo. Good point. But he's driving around in this truck, potentially killing thousands of people on the interstate. But where you're drawing the line is don't get a fish. That's right. Get a fish. That's right. I told you I like animals better than people. He he admitted that. He just said, I'd I'd rather you kill people than fish. Right. (laughs) I mean, we got a lot more people than animals. Listen, Britt. Don't buy cameo. Don't buy cameo. And and Eric will, all the money will dry up. There you go. Hey, I'm not getting cameo from that fat guy. All right. Forget it. Start a movement. Thank you. There's Britt pointing out that, pointing out nothing. (laughs) We, We pointed out something. All right, we're going to take a break. I don't want to. I don't. Li- I mean, I feel like we're having so much fun. Just go. I'm just going to go. Fred, take it away. Here we go. Right. Oh, by the way, I do want to read some of the fan feedback on uh, Hollywood Squares. I was just talking about that. I was playing Mark the Bagger. I isolated his microphone, and that was quite fascinating. Is that all the behind-the-scenes stuff? I got a couple other things, but the fans did love Hollywood Squares. It was one of the funniest bits I've ever heard. The CERN show is by far the greatest show in the history of radio. Not according to Imus. I've never laughed this hard. Great way to end an excellent year. Holly Weird Squares, amazing. Even just Howard introducing everyone was enough. It I took an hour it. to do that. That took an hour of the show. <laughs> I probably got a year's worth of laughter listening to the segment in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Thank you, Stern Show. Holly Weird Squares, unbelievable. What a cast of characters. I cannot think of a better way to kick off the holidays. That was funny as hell, maybe the best ever. And then when we uh, put Hollywood Squares on the app, Howard, it was hilarious to hear Hollywood Squares live, but watching it on the Sirius XM app made it so much better. Love the app. Everybody digs it. Go over to the Howard Stern section on the Sirius XM app. There you go. Watching Hollywood Squares on the app is worth 10 years of my Sirius XM subscription. And by the way, sir, we'll be sending you a bill for 10 years worth of entertainment. <laughs> and just watched Hollywood Squares video on the Sirius XM app. Laughed my ass off. This guy literally has no ass. He laughed at more than... He laughed... Okay. Ass treaks. That's right, Robin. Ass treaks. Fantastic job by all involved. Uh, Nikki Glazer received kudos. The audience thought she was great. I think Nikki Glazer was hilarious on Hollywood Squares. I was laughing so hard. She is also stunningly pretty. A lot of guys moved by her appearance. Nikki Glazer on Hollywood Squares was amazing. She was my favorite square. More Nikki Glazer on The Stern Show. Nikki was great. Her reaction to Lenny Dykstra's uh, perverseness had me cracking up. I wonder if he was still asking to see her slot after the show. <laughs> Lenny does that stuff. Uh, it seems like everyone was a home run. Ross Matthews had his fans, too. Ross Matthews is hilarious on Hollywood Squares. He's a true American treasure. Yeah, I don't even think I saw Ross at the end of that. Ross nailed it. Great job. On both the Stern Show and the wrap-up show later. That's why you didn't see him, Robin. He ran off to do the wrap-up show. Uh, Brett and Caitlin appeared in the square together. We got to speak to them about their swinging. Super steamy. I was so glad they were there. That's right. Soft swinging. Jack Hammer was there, who uh, fucked Caitlin while Brent was (laughs) fucking in Los Angeles. Uh, I love the Jack Hammer. The guy is great. I especially love when he was officially announced as the porn star who banged Caitlin. The Jack Hammer. My na- my year can now officially end. And Wendy the Slow Adult made an appearance in Center Square. That's the biggest square, you know. People were very glad to hear her back after she was in rehab from a car accident. 
I am so relieved to hear Wendy back and recovered from the car crash. I can't get enough of hearing her shit her pants, coughing and relentlessly (laughs) plugging. (coughs) I love when she asks Howard for money. She is one of a kind. Wendy is the best. Her cough needs its own square next time. That would be good. And Wendy's Wendy's cough. <laughs> yeah, Wendy. We had a you know yes. when when we're doing Hollywood Squares, everybody has their own microphone, and I'm trying to control this whole thing, and the guys in the back are trying to control this whole thing, and you know Wendy breathes so loud that we have to turn her microphone down when she's not called on because here's an ISO of Wendy breathing. <laughs> her just sitting around that's just her sitting in her square well you know it, it, and she's drinking sodas and and then of course the coughing this is just you know i put together a montage for you hey <coughs> <coughs> Her cough became Klingon. Yes, she is fluent in Klingon. Klingon is our second language. (laughs) (laughs) Cough became Klingon. It did. (laughs) You can imagine uh, how hard it is to control those... The, 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 all the other squares talking and Wendy going at it. And this is when nothing's wrong. Right. This is her out of rehab. Yes. And then at one, thank you, Wendy. At one point, it sounded and smelled like Wendy had crapped her pants. Here uh. is that moment. Excuse me. She knew what she had done. What a little minx. A little coquette. What a little coquette. (laughs) Yeah, because everyone was like, oh, Wendy Square smells. And in case you missed it here. That was pretty wet and gross, right? I mean, you can tell something slipped out. I'll slow it down for you here if I can. Just so you can hear how wet it is. Yeah. That was all going on like that behind the scenes. Robin. That's amazing what yeah. it what it takes. You had no idea. <laughs> Which shows you the professionalism. <laughs> to bring you Hollywood squares. Right. How, how we weird squares. Her, her her body is like an active geyser. <laughs> the coughing, <coughs> the duty. <laughs> The more duty, but we love her. I just hope you know. You know, emphysema patients sound healthier than than her, but I hope she'll be okay. I do too. It just doesn't sound very good. Wendy had a lot of fun during the game. She told me afterward, and uh, and and actually, I have proof here. Here's her ISO. Audio. She she thought that uh, Alex Jones was so funny. She oh, loved yeah? him. Yes. Bill Gates and Melinda Gates are pushing white genocide against white people. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking forever. 
Okay. I I like that dude. He's funny. Yes. I like Wendy. She sounds like Hillary Clinton with a cough. <laughs> oh boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Alex Jones, I like Wendy. Sounds like Hillary Clinton with that cough. She was happy with that full diaper and all the food. She didn't move. She didn't ask for a break. No, she's a pro. <laughs> I, she was having such a good time when um, Brent and Jack Hammer started arguing. Oh. I'll give you the ISO on that. <laughs> Oh snap! You know that. You know that. Oh snap! Here comes drama. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. Straight out. Me cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> Easy hammer. Easy hammer time. <laughs> uh, nothing. I was just saying easy hammer time. <laughs> She's our core audience. Oh my goodness. She loved it. <laughs> Robin sometimes in a moment of uh, weakness says to me, Howard, who loves what we do? I go, here, Wendy. <laughs> I've never heard such glee. We're bringing joy. Uh-oh. <coughs> yeah. Okay. But there could be too much of a good thing. Right. So Brent and uh, Jack Hammer going at it. Big and, hit with Wendy. Yeah, big hint. I mean, big hit. <laughs> uh, hi, uh, this is Dave from... Connecticut, Dave. What can I do for you? Yes, hi. Um, that guy. Um, I I, I heard your show once. Um, I, I got the number. That guy, um, Mohammed or Mehmet or something, said something about Intel. What? And I, he said what do you mean, what, Robin? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you not understand what Dave is saying? <laughs> well, would you please explain? Oh, I, the audience gets it. Mehmet. You're the only one who doesn't. That's his name, Mehmet. He's Dave, I'm going to slow you down here, pal. I want to talk to you. I don't know what we're talking about. Mehmed or... I, or Muhammad. I don't know. Muhammad. Just tell me what's on your mind, pal. He said something awful about incels. Intel? Incels. Incels? Incels. Voluntary celibate. Oh, are you an involuntary? In other words, I know about this. Oh, incels. Yes, I when I was I young and I couldn't get laid, we were just called douchebags or losers <laughs> or nerds. Oh, they use that too. Yeah. I get uh, that all the time because I'm tiny. I'm, I'm small. Incel or guys who can't get laid, they've come up with a nice term for it. They're saying we're involuntary celibates. What? Men going their own way. Mentels? You're mental. Me, yes, I'm mental. And I'm MGTOW. I'm a man going my own way. I've given up on women. I'm, I'm only jerking off. MGTOW. Yeah, there's a guys, you, you know, and the most famously in the news recently, some guy shot up a place because he was an incel. In other words, these are angry men. Oh, my God, was there Elliot Rogers? We don't these, know their names. These are angry oh, we, men. We love him, and we love Alex Jones. You guys are jerks to him. Yeah. These, these intels, incels, 
are angry because women won't give them sex. And they deserve it to whip. We are being taxed on sex. Women can get sex anytime they want. We have the dick. They have the pussies. They owe it to us. So you're angry, oh. Dave, that you're 29 years old. You've never gotten yeah. a woman. Do you? Is it uh, all physical appearances? Keep the names yeah. out of it. I'm going to dump you on that one because you named a woman and you called her a cunt. What? She says I'm shorter than the bagel boss. All right. So in other words, you're short in stature. Women have been rejecting you. And you're angry with the women because what do you want them to do? Do you want them to give you sex? When he they... says he's owed some and pussy. I want, it. I want it now. You should just smile and blow me. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. I, as someone who has gotten pussy, it's the greatest. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I, you why not rub it in? Fuck you. No, no, I, I'm telling you, and I, I understand. And wife of yours, so you tricked into marrying you with your money. And all these guys <laughs> tricked into marrying them with money. My parents have money. They're Can I say them. something? No I offense. Why don't you get some money and trick a woman? Dave, you because sound... They're, because they have fucking millions of dollars. They tricked me into getting a security guard job. Dave, oh. you, you, you sound a bit... I don't mean this to put you down, but you do sound a bit effeminate. Are you? Some people have told me that, yes. Are you into men? Ew, it's disgusting. You see what I mean? Well, well sometimes. Um, All right. So you're um, really, really into guys. Are you re you're really into guys, aren't you? No, I'm not. No. Why don't you stop the horse shit? I can tell from your affect you're probably into blowing a few guys. Okay, I'll excuse maybe. All right. Thank you. I don't know how real this guy is. But uh, I know there's a lot of angry guys out there. I mean, uh, listen, getting laid is the greatest. But the anger, I mean, what are you going to do? Pussy Look, um, Pussy is the greatest. thank you, Mark. You've got to develop a personality. All that anger ain't going to get you laid. Unless you look like Brad Pitt. You can be as angry as you want. You look right. like Brad. Right. <laughs> Nobody's even going to ask you to say anything. Uh, you can call women a cunt. You might you not laid. even have the capacity to speak. That's we won't right. know. Yeah. A lot of it is looks. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I'll be back right after these words. I think some of the guys are going to come in and they're going to help us with uh, uh, giving us some of the year in review oh, stuff. Great. All right. Okay. Right after this. By the way, before I get to the guys, I do want to finish the email. High Register Sean was on Holly Weird Squares. He even got accolades. High really? Register. Yes. He usually irritates people. No, I, I tell you, it was a home run. High Register Sean, in clinical terms, is out of his fucking mind. There's no such thing as time travel. Just like there are no such thing as dogmen. I like people are writing me this. Uh, he's, you, but, he, they thought you were falling for it. I fucking love High Register Sean. The guy was made for radio. Get him in more often. Mark the Bagger was a home run. People uh, like that he used the opportunity to plug his cameo. Mark the Bagger pitching to Howard. I'm doing a lot of cameos. was hilarious. I can't get enough of him. Even Lenny. Lenny Dykstra. Uh, people loved him. One fan appreciated his devotion to eating pussy. Lenny Dykstra was one hell of a baseball player, but I have to admire his dedication to eating pussy even more. He is truly a man's man. When he was hitting on Robin and Nikki Glazer simultaneously, it was creepy, but it was hysterical. So there you go. I mean, Holly Weird Squares, maybe we have to do it again, Robin. I think we're going to 
have to bring it back is very popular. Yeah. And by the way, a lot of people wrote in, even though Sour Shoes did not show up, he claims to have driven into a lake, which we know is probably not true. <laughs> at least we think it's not true. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fake Alex Jones stepped in at the last minute and filled in for Sour. He and was great. We had an avalanche of positive email praising him. I friggin' love that Alex Jones impression. It's brilliant. I listen to the real Alex Jones regularly. The impression on the Stern Show is amazing. I can't tell the difference. Excellent work. Fake Alex Jones, that shit is hilarious. One of the best bits you guys do. What about me? <laughs> You're not a bit, J.D. You're just a person. <laughs> uh, you what? <laughs> Tennessee? I, I wish he was an act. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> The fake Alex Jones segments are quickly becoming my all-time favorite. Everything about it is dead on. And there you go. And I played you the behind-the-scenes audio. There was a lot going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Robin, uh, you should really praise me because there was a lot to coordinate. It was huge, and I didn't know you were working that hard. And you didn't <laughs> what show I mean. it. Well, the fans never write about me, always mark the beggar and Wendy's cough, but I never get any accolades. <laughs> what kind you of noises... Were, uh, were Nikki and um, oh, Wendy, uh, 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 Nikki was making this sound. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Ross? Ross, the sound he was making was this. <laughs> so you had to keep all of those squares controlled. Alec Baldwin yesterday in studio, uh, always a home run with the fans. I love when Alec comes in. He always has great stories. He's so funny. Only he could FaceTime with his wife in the middle of an interview and pull it off. Greatest of all time. <laughs> See what else? I was just 20 minutes into the interview, and Alec Baldwin had already hit us with the spot-on impression of Joe Pesci, Robert Mitchum, Al Pacino. The dude is very special. One of the all-time greatest Stern Show guests. And uh, here you go. In my 33 years of listening, I've concluded that Alec Baldwin is the best guest ever. It's, a, it's not just an interview. It's like eavesdropping on two friends bullshitting. Howard brings out Alec's best stories and impressions. He should do the Stern Show once a month, just like he does with SNL. There it is. Mamet, uh, <laughs> fans upset with you for the Christmas gift you got me. You took a lot of big hits there. The toilet paper with Imus's face on it. Mehmet's gift to Howard was such a kiss-ass gift. Mm. Mehmet doesn't hate Imus. In fact, he never even met Imus. He's just Howard's little kiss-ass. Fuck him. So <laughs> over a nice thing like a gift, you took it. Uh, Fuck you. You know, I, I read that one. Yeah. And I said, you know, let, I'm going to start paying more attention. Because <laughs> Mehmet does accuse everyone else of being a suck-ass. I'm a cowboy. I'm going to start listening to see if he isn't that himself do you feel it robin it might be a projection yes i'm beginning to feel that the the writer there is on to something Mehmet took a lot I'm of one of the few boy. people who takes the risk of not kissing ass around here so i find but, it ironic when emails but the point is well made ass. what do you know about imus and have you heard of him why do you hate him i don't hate him i know howard does i know howard has I that connection so, so that's a thoughtful up. gift on Monday, no, we, a gift is supposed to be something people. By like. the way, as long as we're talking about Mehmet, you took a uh, huge hit on your criticism of the annual staff holiday party. <laughs> right. Mehmet is an ungrateful sociopath <laughs> who needs to be institutionalized. <laughs> Please keep this idiot out of the studio. But here he is. Sorry. Uh, next year, give Mehmet his own table and serve him a happy meal with grape soda. <laughs> what a douchebag! <laughs> Mehmet's opinions and thoughts are fucking crazy. I have to 
say that uh, I have no idea how you put up with him. Please, someone punch him in the face. I don't agree with that. That's uh, that's outrageous. Right. Can I think I, they meant metaphorically. I see. Can I please take Mehmet's spot at the Christmas party next year? I would 100% appreciate the food and the company. He has zero class and is a whiny bore. But how are you at karaoke? How am I a whiny bore one day and a kiss ass the next day? Maybe you're, you're one or you the other. Maybe all. Maybe all. Three, man. All that's not true. Things. Whiny kiss ass bore? Yeah, that's totally possible. I, I would either kiss it's Howard's hard, ass and say hard the food was be, great. It or is hard to be truth. all three, but I know a few whiny kiss ass bores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please keep the holiday party karaoke going with Mehmet and his girlfriend hosting it. I want to see those choreographed numbers on the app. Yes, it should have been filmed, but uh, of course we keep those things private. And uh, let's see. Oh, here's a guy who has a suggestion based on Mehmet's criticisms of my party. I would like to offer a free venue for your next Christmas party that Mehmet is sure to love. The food and atmosphere will be more to his liking. Sincerely, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. Chuck E. Cheese Ooh. wrote in. So there you go. Isn't that nice? Better <laughs> menu, and on, right? and on and on and on. Pizza, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm still getting some praise for that Hillary Clinton interview. I got a professional note. From Mr. Craig Feigener. Fe- <laughs> Craig Feigener. Who? Uh, who? <laughs> he happens to be a reporter from KNX News Radio in Los Angeles. He's one of the top guys in the industry. All right, all right. Craig Feigener. Right. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> Howard, your interview with Secretary Hillary Clinton was exceptional. It's the perfect example of how a seasoned broadcaster brings comfort to the interviewee, which results in timely reflections that are hard to compare i've always admired your skills and enjoyed your show interviewing hillary clinton may have been one of your best moments sincerely craig my new boyfriend craig craig <laughs> theagenier and now what is he mimetic kiss ass <laughs> no he appreciates me just because somebody compliments someone doesn't make them a kiss ass no i think as long as you're telling the truth um, well, I believe he is telling the truth. How do you know he's telling the truth? F-I-E-G-E-N-E-R. Fiegener. How do you say that? What are you, what? What did you spell? Craig, F-I-E-G-E-N-E-R. F-I-E-G-E-N-E-R. Valdemir Putin. What? Valdemir Putin. All right, thank you, what do you guys all think of Ronnie officiating that <laughs> wedding down in Mexico? Do you agree with me that they're just like using him as a uh, a toy? I'm really pissed off that he missed work for this. Yeah. I, I, that's bullshit. I've almost I've missed or been late to friends' weddings because we had a radio show to do. Right, you do right. it and then you go do your fun. But they could have gotten married stuff. tomorrow. Yeah. They could have gotten married later in the day. This is not a wedding that has to happen on a Wednesday. Well, Ronnie's right. like a senior in high school. He knows he's graduating. He took his foot off the gas. He's coasting. Yeah. 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 Who gets yeah. married in the middle of the week? Yeah. Anyway. Somebody who wants to disrupt Ronnie's <laughs> I, I work. I guess so. Valdemir Putin. I think Fred got married in the middle of the week. He didn't want any of us there. <laughs> oh, uh, he still did the show. That was yeah. Christmas. He didn't miss a show. You're right. All right, so let's get down to it, guys. There's a reason you're in the studio. We've been threatening this for a while. <laughs> uh, what do we have here, Gary? Um, this is uh, the category of shocking moments in 2019. What do you have for us? Well, you know, Ronnie's probably one of our most sexualized uh, employees, and yeah. he's talked about getting pegged in the ass, and he's right. talked about jerking off his parents having a threesome. So this year he gave us another sexual revelation. <laughs> My first girlfriend went to Catholic school. She was real religious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Put a Bible in a cunt. Oh. <laughs> just, just about, yeah. Fred. Just about. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and clitoris. That's the one you had anal with? The first girlfriend? Yeah. 
Oh, you did? Yeah. Your first girl you had At anal 16, with? Yeah. Sixteen, Howard. No, what? sixteen. How old are you? Are you saying this is fucking was thirteen? You old? fucking idiot! Yeah. He's yelling at me because I was wrong by three right. years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you a big 13. difference. You Sorry. lost your virginity at thirteen. In, yeah, in her ass. Yeah. Wow, what a revelation! I forgot <laughs> that. That we learned that in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else did we learn in 2019? Well, Robin had a big revelation. Robin told us that um, John Stamos uh, wanted to have sex with her, and she turned him down. I mean, you're telling me John Stamos offered to sleep with you, and you turned him down. I like he said, what did he say? We should fuck? Yeah, we were at a, a, a restaurant, and it was his birthday. Sure. And, you know, we were just hanging out, talking, having a glass of wine or whatever. He looked at me, and he said, we should fuck. And and Come you on. and you said no. I said no, John. Wow, that is crazy. Wow. I, sp- I spoke to John, and he I said, fucked John. He said he had no recollection. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's listen, what guys say. Now he's married. <laughs> Robin, you swear on a stack of Bibles. That I swear true. that happened. That's right. That's the kind of thing only a, like a handsome guy could get away yeah. with, too. Because you'd be like a Me Too story right. if an ugly guy walked. <laughs> right, up any and ugly said guy goes, up, "Hey, we should fuck." It's like, okay, asshole, I'll see you in yeah. court. Like if you look like Gary, you're going to jail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> good good point, Sal. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, J.D., what is your shocking moment of 2019? So we've sent Wolfie out to, or, you know, Wolfie's gotten to some crazy events or whatever, interviewed some people. Right. Uh, and then we sent him to the craziest one this past year called Fist Fest. That was crazy. Oh, where guys like to have their assholes fisted. Right. And uh, this is an example of one of the interviews that happened there. Sir, what's your name? My name is Hunger FF. Hunger FF. What does the FF stand for? Fist fucking. I can take it shoulder deep. I can take three hands in my ass. And I have about like 10 inches of like ass meat that falls out when I get fisted. What is ass meat? (laughs) It's a rosebud or a prolapse. And how much comes out? A lot. I would say it's probably about the size of like a grapefruit. Or a bigger. So when your ass meat is hanging out of your uh, anus, what do guys do with it? They play with it. They eat it. Suck oh. on it. Nice. Deep throat it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fuck is going? Yeah, I didn't realize that was 2019. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is some year in review. <laughs> Boy, you learn a lot on this show, don't you? I sure do. What do you have, Mamet? That two- was one of the most disgusting <laughs> segments, I think, of our entire Ever. career. Super steamy. So last year, I I thought it would be good for us to find out who officially is the germiest staffer in this office. This was a big bit of yours. Um, you know, and we swab. We did it officially. We did a legitimate test with legitimate doctors, a legitimate lab, <laughs> and I swabbed people's phones. I swabbed people's hands. I swabbed people's workspaces. Everyone thought it would be Richard was the germiest staffer, and he did turn out to be one of the worst. But it turned out Gary had this deadly rare bacteria or potentially deadly bacteria. Have we ever figured out how that could be? I mean, Gary. He was the only one in the office with it. It's still a mystery to this day how... Do any of you guys, like when you're hanging out with Gary, is that in the back of your mind? And do you like kind of like, hey, I should keep my distance? I haven't shaken his hand since. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm literally... Here's that moment. Gary. Gary. Oh. Gary. You're also filthy. You got a a death-causing bacteria. 
JD and Richard Shame. backed away. JD, well, I don't want Richard near me. Yeah, why? Yeah, right. Yeah, Richard, you're no prize. Richard. I'm not as gross as Gary. You have shit on your hands, but Gary carries a deadly disease. Yeah. Yeah, we found out that Richard's hands were so dirty that his he had more germs on his hands than on his ass. He had more <laughs> fecal bacteria more fecal on his hands than his asshole. But, but I never under, really understood what Gary had on his, his. Like, what is it? It's just a rare microbacteria that can travel and once you touch like food or get near food or anything like that you're shooting diarrhea but, out. It, it, it isn't was, gary like early man it was howard <laughs> it was on my desk not on my hands oh uh, is that right yeah mm -hmm. but it's funny because gary knew this bit was coming like yeah. months in advance so he had been like scrubbing his desk every like, weekly with, no, with i wash my i wash my desk every week anyway how right. can you have a fucking deadly virus no idea yeah what? it doesn't make any sense so you're like you're like not human dude <laughs> It's like, like, you know, when you see like these National Geographic things and they find these very odd and interesting, um, like new species. Are, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a rare species of something. <laughs> oh my God. Because, <laughs> no, for real, because like you have, you have something that nobody else has. Deadly disease, deadly. Right. Death. I'm just sitting here laughing my ass off because your turn it's is coming. Like, it's going to be so much better than no, this. I'm, I, just, <laughs> all right, Sal, what do you have? I mean, there's, there's, there's <laughs> Ebola, there's HIV, <laughs> and then there's Gary's desk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Think about wait till, that. Wait till we find out what you have. Uh, Shut up. He didn't have anything. I don't know, but it was clean. All right, so the most it. recent shocking moment, Howard, is when we weighed High Pitch Eric on that scale to see how many of your books, Howard's Turn Comes Again, would equal Eric's weight. And then we found out that Eric sent Chris Wilding a dick pic. Oh. And on top of that, Eric offered Chris to suck his cock. Right. So what did we do? We got them back in the studio to feel each other's dicks. Right. Big moment in 2019. If you want to touch my dick right here, you can do that. How it's my penis. You're telling me I have to take it out. Chris, you have to take it out. Not, hey, no. that is not <laughs> part of his job description. You don't have any jurisdiction I'm resigning. There. I'm, not I'm going back to Canada. Eric, here, touch it. Wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. you're like, well, is, is, is it big? Eric, grab it. It's kind of soft. Yeah, I see. Soft. How long is it, do you think? It's really soft. <laughs> you no, know, it's soft. It's very soft. It is. Yeah, it's definitely not hard. What about you, Eric? Uh, it might be in my body right now. <laughs> mine. Feel Eric. Good. Feel his. I'm good. That I'm good. No, you don't feel, feel mine. No, my dick is right here. Where is it here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. I see it. Jesus, you need a passport. <laughs> Good. Chris, good. what's the big deal? I think I'm straight. I think I just became straight. Safety's hard. Come on, dude. Check him. Where Team is it? Player. Like right here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, what? What did you feel? He's hard. He's hard? It's oh. hard. It is? I think. Oh. It doesn't feel soft. Is it hard, Eric? <laughs> it's unbelievable. That was a shocking. You know, you're right. That's a shocking moment from 2019. Jason, what do you have? Well, 2019, Sal was actually shocked himself. <laughs> his his uh, sister did one of these DNA tests online where you, you can check out your ancestry. And Sal told her not to do it. Sal begged right. her not to do it because what happens is if anyone else is matching DNA that did the service, they'll let you know. So by doing this service, Sal discovered he has two half-sisters he had no idea existed. Right. His dad apparently was cheating on his mom, you know, right. when Sal was a kid, fathered these children. And so it was a big shock to Sal, big shock to us uh, to find it out. But even we didn't know about all the other kids he had fathered. Uh, so while Sal was shocked, his dad had a unique perspective on the news. <laughs> I say to my dad, Dad, these two girls have the same exact birthdays as... My two, our two sisters, my two sisters, your two daughters as well. Yeah. You have four daughters with two birthdays that are identical. I go, how, how, what do you make of this? And he goes, that's a, 
that's a miracle. We're going to hit the lotto. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That's what it took. He just got <laughs> his dog. <laughs> we're going to hit the he lotto. He never changes. Has never. your father ever hit the lotto? And never, ever but he goes, don't you see it? We take those two, the first number and the second number. We play the pick four. That's the pick four. We have to play it all week. He goes, we're going to make millions. Oh, that, my God. So I go, so this is the light at the end of the tunnel. You meet your daughter, <laughs> yeah. and the sign is it's you're going to win the lotto. That I'll was tell the, you, I was the greatest fucker out there. <laughs> what, is, what is it that uh, with your dad, do you think he's a sociopath do you think he's a, a he's so obsessed he has such a huge ego he wants to have this big fuck you moment to the, our whole family like <laughs> his family he wants to be the big swinging dick again like he was originally when he opened up pizza places and now that he's down and out, he figures that this lotto ticket could be the way to no, say... No, but I mean, what is it with the, all the fucking and the, oh. the, all the hidden children and all I the, don't know. It's I mean, what, I mean, it's, it's sociopathic. Is that the right uh, diagnosis? I Robin, is that the right diagnosis? Sociopathic? I'm not sure if it's it sociopathic. Right. It's narcissistic, for sure. Definitely yeah. that. I mean, yeah. sounds angry. The other day when we were talking about this, he called his dad a monster. I mean, he said well, he's a monster. Well, I, I, my kids see him as this really... He, my kids see him like a good fella character right you know and i said you don't know the guy i grew up with but isn't it better to just say to your kids hey let them have a relationship with him and let them have or or, or, or why should you put down your father to your kids i don't put them down and i love the relationship that they have but i make them aware that this is not the man that dad grew up with but why are you telling them they're your problem like my grandfather well, was a bit of a scumbag but my, my mom always presented him as like a great guy well, I, I, I kind of understand that, Howard. Do you really want, you know, he's with the kids. He affects who they are as they're growing right. up. You want them to know what they're dealing with. So you with. think Sal's it's, doing it's the more, right thing? I do, because you don't want them to, to, to maybe idolize or worship somebody who they later on find well, out is, is not a good but guy. But I worship my grandpa, and he was so sweet to me. But, I mean, Howard, I'm not insulting my father with my kids. I'm giving them the history of it. I see. It's not like I'm deliberately going out saying, he's a bad man, you shouldn't like him. I say, let me tell you what grandpa was like when I was younger, when I was your age. So what's going on with Sal's family now, Jason? Well, we have two big updates. So right. be before we left for the Christmas break, uh, Sal had met one of his new sisters. Right. Um, but he met the second one over the break. He was out at Universal Studios with his entire family. So the kids met the second was weird? new sister. Um, it was a, from what Sal was telling me, there was a lot of crying going on. Yeah, it was a lot of crying. Cry, who was crying? Myself and my, my new half sister. Yeah, you your know. dad's fine. He's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 bothers him. Yeah, I, what I, are you all crying about? She, when, uh, she told me how she met my father. He, he secretly met her at a diner. You're kidding. Yeah. When was this? When, when they first found out, she oh. reached out to him and right. he, he brought her roses and i said well what did you say you know she goes i asked him questions and every answer was yes no and then he would follow it up with a statement like you know your mother was a nice lady like every answer so she goes like like dad why did you leave mom what were you doing he goes well uh he goes did you want to leave mom no uh yes by the way, did you see the pizza place next door when you were a little kid? That was, oh was my God. every answer was so yes, no. So you, what, why were you crying? Were you crying because? I was crying because she said that she missed out on her grandparents, my uh, grandmother, my father's mother, who was a sweet lady, the lady who, you know, uh, my who father. Did, who did she think her father was all those years? Her father who raised her. I see. Yes. He has no idea. He's still right. alive. He's still Ooh. unaware that she's not his daughter. Correct. Yeah. Oh both, my God! Both what of his mess. daughters are not his daughters. What a mess! Jeez. I mean, to, yeah. this is a real mess, isn't it? A legitimate mess. Yeah, because everybody now is in on it, but they're doing this to protect this this kind man because yeah. you know it's at a point in his life where the last thing he needs is this. So everybody's got to keep up this lie. Now we're all sharing my father's sin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you it's know, unbelievable. But for for the good of somebody, 
And, is that uh, the update or is there more? Oh, no, there's more. Uh, oh, South it's a family gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. South family continues to grow. A new relative has been discovered. <laughs> what? Yes, a full relative, although this time it's not Sal's father mm-hmm. that fathered the new child. It's Sal's uncle. Oh. Father's <laughs> brother. Through the same DNA test that Sal's si- uh, sister's oh a Somebody ball. else. <laughs> a new cousin has come forward. Oh, how <laughs> it, nice. It turns out Sal's uncle, Pat, has fathered a love child years before he was married. Wow. It was a one-night stand. Wow. Never knew the woman was pregnant. She gave so up. he had to go to his family and tell them and do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the whole process. So uh, uh, I'm we, sure we, that we, went It was a well. big family reunion. <laughs> Your sister loves this DNA testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to beat the <laughs> shit out of her when I get home. <laughs> what, was, what was your sister's like hope when she did this? What was she hoping that I would happen? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm thinking if I do this, like, hey, I'm rolling the dice. I've been down and out my whole life. Maybe I have a billionaire somewhere or somebody smart or successful. No, you know, we end up with, you know, I you know, nothing. It's a mess. Know, just more of a mess. And I feel bad for the people who are coming into my life. Like, are you sexually attracted to your sister? No, not your, at all. your new sisters? <laughs> no, 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 not. That would have been no, weird. Only full relatives, Howard. Yeah, my right. cousin only is your aunt. My cousin is cute, though, and I am Italian, has so it, you never know. Has anybody <laughs> asked you for money yet? No, no, not at all. Turns out the new cousin. I'd like to ask them for some money. <laughs> huge super fan of the show. She had oh, already wow. been following Sal before oh, she was related girl. to him. Yeah, yeah she's what another a, girl. A what a coincidence. Girl. <laughs> beautiful girl. All the girls are beautiful. And uh, everything has been, we've been, we've been getting along really, really well because I think we share something uh, that we both in different ways were kind of like a, a tortured by my father. So you're having but, the family reunion at Madison Square Garden next year <laughs> between your father and your uncle. Not enough seats. Else. It wow. is weird to me yeah. how Sal's explained the, all these new relatives want in on the Governale family. Like they all they want to be yeah. involved and go to like family I, events. I, yeah, because I yeah. kind of feel like if I found out that my father wasn't my real father and right. like Sal, it turns out Sal's father is my father. I would be like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck this you. guy. Yeah. I'm, he hasn't been in my life. I'm not going to diss the guy who raised me. You might me have some questions, yeah, but that's about it. And at it. this point, I'm old enough. I don't really want to get involved. You don't need a dad. I, yeah, right? You know what yeah. I mean? I have the guy who raised me. He's my dad. Yeah. That's it. I don't even want the one I got. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, but um, Do you, yeah. Does your father apologize for any of this stuff? You know, he... <sighs> He's just like, yeah, you know, it happened. Uh, what does uh, your mother say to all these? To all she's these been people? great with everything. I mean, but she accepts everyone. Great. Yeah, she has she's a saint. She's a, they love her and she loves them. She feel because my mom feels bad for them. It's insane. Yeah, because uh, I mean, she's very sweet, but. But yeah. Sal's dad acts like it's an accident, like well, somebody's what? falling on his dick. Well, Robin, that's interesting. <laughs> that's really interesting because Sal's dad is here via satellite. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is. You can see him on the uh, big screen. Hi, Sal's dad. <laughs> Happy New Year to you and the family. Happy New Year, Mr. Governale. I see you're singing a, uh, I guess, a classic uh, Italian song. What is it? It's a piece. You know Nicola Busa? You know Nicola Busa? You know Mick Busa? No. Oh, Nicola Busa. You should have money to show. Well, you are quite, I got to say, you are so masculine. I mean, all of these relatives are popping up, these children. These children of yours. It's just unbelievable. What is that the Italian flag in a frame uh, in your house there? I'm Um, looking. Next okay. to the pizza, in honor of the pizzeria, where we make all of the pizzas, huh? Yeah, you were, you, like Sal says, uh, you is were quite... Is pizza really on the Italian flag? <laughs> you were, oh. <laughs> is a pizza on the Italian flag? In my house. <laughs> but uh, pizza was how you made a living, and Sal yeah. describes when you were younger, you were on top of the world with your pizza business. On top of the world. We invented a calzone, huh? <laughs> and it sounds like you were unbelievably successful, and you, uh, 
uh, obviously fell for a lot of women, and a lot of women fell for you. Oh, now I love all, all of my daughters I have. Angelina, Tiziana, Pasabelli, Balatoli, Dattori, Fusili, Paroza, Corolla, Pacino, Romana, Manicotti, Margarita, Caprese, Riccatoni, Pasabelli, you said it was one of the girls' names? Pasabelli, De Niro, Pasino, Cas- Canino, Manga, Minero, Pasano, <laughs> Giuseppe, Parker, Panisi, yeah. La Fonda, Pan- Andrea, Masino, Oprah, Oceana, Fazino, <laughs> Galileo, Pastrina, yeah. Pesto, Caprese, Opera, yeah. Olives, Tortilla. Donna, all, of, all of my daughters. Yeah, I love them so, so many much. Daughters. When these daughters keep popping up, and you know what? You, you, you know, in a way, you teach me a lesson. Like, eh, I would get all worked up and be embarrassed and ashamed in front of my children. But no, no, you're just like, eh, fuck it. You know, it I, happens. It happens. How many children do you have? 200? 300? <laughs> <laughs> I only have three. Three? What are you, a bassino Yeah, I am a bassino oh, You gotta have a lot of kids. Yeah. But what's your secret with women? I mean, how did you seduce so many women? You had a business to run, you had Sal's whole, you know, mother and family, and then you had all these other women oh, what is your secret with women the women know i'm a very innovative man i invented the calzone right. one time i took a pizza i beat salad with the pizza yeah. the pizza fold over and boom we make it a calzone <laughs> very innovative innovative yeah I, I knew you invented the calzone i didn't know the process it was just a pizza that you hit sal over the head with oh and that's how i created garlic nuts the same way <laughs> well you hit sal in the head i hit him i take a bread you see this loaf of bread you know, sometimes I imagine these children that you didn't raise were probably better off because you might have invented something while whacking them in the head. Oh, and I feel so sad for my daughters. They, yeah. they never work at the pizzeria. I could have saved so much money on the delivery drivers <laughs> and so much for these daughters. I know. You, you might they, still be in business. They could be a waitress. For oh, free, yeah. But they are a good sign from God. I played a lotto with my daughters. They are very lucky daughters. Yeah, their, their birth dates, you, you, you rearrange the numbers oh, and then play no. them. Yeah. Oh, lucky numbers. My daughter, she was born on the second day of the third month. Two times three is a nine. Nine days in a week, <laughs> ten weeks in a year, 40 quarters is $40. Equal MC squared. You got 15 fingers, 14 toes. A dozen is two. Three strikes, you win. Eight wheels on the car. That's a winning numbers. We make a millions, huh? Right. Your dad's quite the mathematician. <laughs> yes, I he tell is. You. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, uh, Sal, it is amazing that these kids that your father had, like, they had no contact with them, like, at all. Well, like, my sister, when I met her at Universal, yeah. she told me that she mm. did remember my, he used to spy on her. She saw him at the supermarket. Oh, oh did, is that right, Mr. Governor? You would spy yeah. on your kids? Oh, snoop around. I yeah, and, you're not a, the... and you're the kind of guy that it's hard for you to spy. I mean, you have an interesting <laughs> look with the orange hair and the sunglasses. <laughs> then, and... Hold on, i got to freshen up. Let me spray the Aquanet real quick. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Christina. <laughs> is that how you get that look, Aquanet? Oh, Aquanet, very good. Yeah. I freshen up for all the ladies. I mean, my wife. I freshen up for uh, the wife. Yeah, I, I see where Sal gets his vanity. I do. Yeah. <laughs> But I swear, I swear to the faint, the Fez, Saint Fazuli, that I will never do such a thing again. You will I never, never do mess it. I definitely don't have a six gumads in Bayshore, Hempstead, and Massapequa <laughs> right now. Stop it looking, huh? Well, you know, we all see these movies and they feel like stereotypes where the mobster has his gumad and all that, but, uh, you but, actually, you know, even in the mob movies, they only have one. Right. You, <laughs> how many women? Well, listen, it's probably your business, I guess. One, two, nine, seventeen, forty, three hundred ninety-six. <laughs> That's right. Well, how about that, Sal? Isn't that something? Good That's to see your dad here. You got any questions for him? No. No. I'm good. Wonder. I'm good. You're good. I, Sal yeah. was telling me that uh, Mr. Responsible, his dad over there, doesn't even have a will. So I don't know how. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Well, I think he stores his money on Jesus. him. Right. Uh, and he's very paranoid about that because right. when he came over for Christmas Eve, <clears throat> my sister asked to 
move his, take his coat to the bedroom, <laughs> and he refused to take his coat off. Right. And he was paranoid. So then we saw him go outside, and he put his coat in the trunk of the car. Doesn't sound like he's got a lot of money. No, but it. he keeps it contained, and he doesn't right. want anybody near him. Is so. that right, Mr. Governor? You I don't trust the bank? The money. I put all the money in a very safe place, in my pockets. It's the safest <laughs> place to be. Uh-huh. Are you proud of Sal, your son, for having kids only with his wife, or would you have liked to have seen him have multiple families like yourself? No, I love Sal a very little, very little. Yeah. The one thing you that love I Sal do, very little? Oh, very little. Right. The one thing I love about my Sal is that he, he never do a gay stunt with his penis on the radio. That's the one thing. me very proud. You would never do that. Well, no. Mr. Gubbinell, thank you so much for sharing your philosophy on life and all that, okay? Marazona, thank you very much. You Marazona want to, to you, too. Excuse you want to me? sing a song with me? Sure, go ahead. Knows this song. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's very good. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know what, Sal? Seriously, I'm so sorry for you. No, don't be, Howard. I mean, it's sad. But there's been a silver lining, you know. I, I do love the new family. The sisters. How are can great. you love the new family? You just I mean, met them. Well, considering what I've what what I've known and and um, our get-togethers, it's been very very nice. It uh, could have been the other way around. And it's not just go. the sisters because they have kids. So he has new nephews and nieces. nieces. It's just an explosion. And I have a half brother and I have another I'd brother. I love my person. whole new family. Well, you don't even know everything you I, say is silly. Well, <laughs> all right, Howard. I like my new family. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, or. I'm excited about learning about them. I, and I'm in the process. You don't love them. Well, you never know. Yeah. Well, you would know. <laughs> you don't know if you love your new family? I, 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 think I, I adore them. I adore you my do? new family. Yes, absolutely. They've been over for Christmas. We've gotten together. Oh, yeah. I love my nieces. How, my how many times have you met them? Five, uh, five or six? About five, five or six. And we're getting along great. So, so far, so good. I certainly right. don't hate them. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. i got to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. Abominable. Abominable snowman. Abominable snowflake. The abominable snow. The abominable. The abominable. All right, Sal. That's enough. All right, Sal. We heard you. You got enough. Say it right. Abominable. What? Abominable. Right? Abominable. I said abominable on the on the on the on the thing. (laughs) Urantia. 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 What's that? Oh, that's a book, Robin, about how the world was created. Oh, that's what about statistician? Ireland. That one I think I got. Howard. Go ahead. <clears throat> so, hit it again, Fred. I can't hit. You okay. got to do it first. Uh, t- tire, ire. Ireland. There Ireland. you go. Yes. The tire, ire. Ireland. Ireland. Rob's a tire. It's nice to hear you work it out in your head. <laughs> but, but, you think it was man. He's still working on statistician. Prelevant. I know. That's a hard one. Statistician. Statistician. Say it slow. It always works. Statistician. Statistician. You didn't figure out a formula for statistician? There we go. You ready? Whatever it is. Statistician. Now I can say statistician. Now what are you going to do in the future? Statistician. Say it, Howard. Say it again. Statistician. Statistician. There you go. Stat. 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 Right. Now right. I know it. Stat. Right. Now he knows. Now. <laughs> 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 it takes a little time, Gary. Come on. Capillaries. Crackhead Sal. Capillaries. I wish someone would crack All right. We've heard for years that some of our listeners get their news only from this show, which is really frightening, Robin. But for some reason, we've never won a Pulitzer Prize. We've never gotten a journalism award. No Peabody's, nothing. The panel is here to play the favorite moments from our coverage of the biggest news stories of 2000. 
2019. Started off, Gary, what was your favorite moment from the news in 2019? It was a big year for R. Kelly, not in a good way, and uh, he was all over the place, so he decided to do an interview with Gail King to explain everything, and he was completely unhinged. Completely unhinged. Really now was. he's back in jail for the separate child support case, something he became emotional about during our interview. How can I pay child support? How? If my ex-wife is destroying my name and I can't work, how can I work? How can I get paid? How can I take care of my kids? How? Your ex-wife Use says, your common sense. Your ex-wife says Three, you abused her, Robert. 13 lies. 13 years. Somebody sent me something on my phone and it said that I hog-tied her. I don't know how to hog-tie people. What would I hog-tie? My kids is listening to this. All of this nonsense. What kind of woman would tear down a dad who's trying to have a relationship with their kids? You know how many kids need a relationship with their father? What is your relationship with your kids? Oh, my God. Zero. Zero. You know what was great about that moment? That we actually made a song out of that. Which is perfect. (laughs) Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm just being honest. And it's a good song. Sounds like Sal's dad song. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. say if you're up on big serious charges where you can go to jail for life and everything that you might as well you know you would think you'd have an emotional reaction you couldn't just sit there you'd say to the world right. i'm innocent i'm innocent I, I'm that's innocent. right you'd scream and, right. and protest your innocence and yet this guy screamed and now we're making songs about him and goofing <laughs> on. So, who knows lawyers say just shut the fuck up i know how big a story this is because lifetime might as well be called the r kelly yeah. network oh, yeah. they are now doing their third series of surviving r kelly my favorite is harvey weinstein right now so his yeah. first day in court was yesterday <laughs> He goes, he's sitting there, and they've already taken away two cell phones from him. While he came he, trying to use his cell well, phone. Well, he came into court with two cell phones, they thought. Then when he's sitting there 11 minutes into the trial, he pulls out a third cell phone, and, yeah. the, and the rules are you're not allowed to go on your cell phone. And the judge yeah, even said, I'm going to throw you. But if I was on trial fighting for my life, I'm not going to be fucking. First of all, who is he fucking talking to on his cell phone? He's got no friends left. They said that the judge said to him, is this really how you want to spend the next 40 years in jail reading a cell phone? And he took a breath to talk. And they said, if I were you, I wouldn't say another word. Right. You You know what it is, though? That guy still, he's been completely ostracized. He's been completely demonized. He's still arrogant enough to go into the courtroom after they tell him, don't look at your cell phone, and he's still arrogant enough to go do it. That's fucking arrogant. He thinks he's innocent, and he's going to be exonerated. No, I think he thinks he's guilty, and even even if he did everything right, he's going to jail. 
Well, I think he should wear an eye patch and peg leg to court. Well, the best is the walker. <laughs> the walker's pretty cool. He doesn't have the tennis balls on. No, he does. He does. He does? I, I thought yeah, I saw yeah, him. Yeah, I think yeah, I saw him, too. In court, he had the tennis balls? I, I saw him with the walker, and there were tennis yeah. balls at the end of it. Well, the tennis balls is a nice touch. I didn't <laughs> because see that. he walks it with it in a weird way. He puts it all the yeah, way out right. here, and then he walks up to Yeah, that's because he's not using it for actual support. <laughs> yeah, right. He's putting it too far in front of right. him to actually walk yeah. with it. I've seen people the walkers they ain't stretching like that. no yeah why does it why doesn't he if he's gonna act like he's completely <laughs> fucked up why not just be carried into court on a stretcher well i'll tell you like one an thing. he right. might be a producer of movies but he's no actor <laughs> he did lose weight he did he did yeah, he, yeah. They, well he's had back surgery that's mm -hmm. supposedly why he's on the walker but he's not using it properly. is there any chance he's still getting laid I mean, is there anyone fucking him? Oh, I don't oh, know. What is he, he is. doing? Jer he's got tremendous I mean, libido. Is he just there, jerking off into a plant? But weren't there people who are there people who still fuck OJ? Yeah, like, absolutely. Be, so, like, I mean, I mean, he's a better looking guy, but I don't. I mean, I couldn't imagine the woman that would have. Uh, sex next with time him. I talk to Wendy, I'm going to ask her if she would fuck OJ. <laughs> oh, what, didn't Harvey Weinstein have to like inject his cock before he could even bang these chicks? Oh, that's what I, I remember know. from this story. You know what? That's a little private. I think you should oh, keep I'm that sorry. up. All I know is that I did read that. You remember a few months, ago, like a month or two ago, he was at some club where they were uh, showcasing artists, mm -hmm. young actors and comedians. And the next day I read that he was canoodling with some mm. young actress wow. while he was there. <laughs> yeah, let, let read her the memo. He can't do a fucking thing for her. <laughs> All right, where were we? So uh, that was uh, Kelly. Uh, Sal, you going to present next? Yeah, uh, my favorite news-related moment of the year is actually a drop, Howard, uh, <laughs> that Fred has been hitting a lot lately. How dare you? That's, That's the it. one. <laughs> is that your favorite drop of the year? That's my favorite drop. Will you incorporate that into a <laughs> phony phone you? call at some point? I will. How Absolutely. dare you? Right, how no dare you? And That's uh, from, relevant. of course, this. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Yet. By the way, couldn't you make the argument that that that, that girl on the uh, on um, Instagram who was posing naked and giving money to Australia, she's done more for the environment than even Greta Thunberg? Like, well, shouldn't she get the Nobel Prize? <laughs> oh, I, think so. I think it's a toss up. <laughs> right. I, I really do. I mean, you think they should split it? Yeah. The woman on Instagram, very attractive woman, said, you send me you money. You told or... me she was not a model. Now, is she a model? Not a model. She's an Instagram model. Let's be let's be clear. Attractive woman. She said, "If you send me money for Australia, at least ten dollars, I will send you a titty pick." And she's been doing it. And and honestly, Titties. that's really putting uh, your mouth. Yeah. Your but can money we is. really verify that it's a hundred uh, five hundred thousand dollars? I'm going to look for question. verification. I believe it's up to seven hundred thousand. Yeah, that's what they say. I, I bought a couple photos was, last. Uh, did you guys? Yeah. Did you? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I went on her account. It's closed. Yeah, but you can still find that she's there's nude pictures. Yeah, of she's like. On Twitter and stuff. Why is her account closed? Listen to this. This drives me crazy, okay? I guess on Instagram, if you show your titties, they titties. close your account down. Now, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Yes. Facebook won't close down these fake news and all this bullshit for the Russians are fucking putting up there in commercials. They're, that they won't touch. But titties, they'll titties. close down. Oh, fucking boy. nipple. It's like the FCC. The kids, man. we got to protect the kids. Right. The kids. Titties. People are dying. Entire ecosystems speaks better than you, JD. Are collapsing. <laughs> we are sure. in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales. I got a prank call idea, Sal. <laughs> yeah. 
call your dad with Greta Thunberg, <laughs> and, and she should say that she's his daughter. See what he said. Do, do that done. today immediately. Right. Oh, How dare you? How dare you? What are you talking about? You got money? How dare you? You tell him, girl. All right, what else? 2019 favorite moments. Who's up next? Yeah, that's me. And, uh, you know, politics. Is that Mehmet over there? <laughs> that's me, yes. Oh, you're still in here. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm a cowboy. So, you know, the presidential race is in full swing. Yes. Last year, there were a ton of people in the presidential race. There were so many people, they had to split up these debates because they couldn't fit everyone on the same stage. So our President Trump impersonator called in to give his opinions on all 20 candidates. This is one of my favorites, too. This I like this. Donald, good morning. Hello, cat-loving Howard. Hello, black-boobed Robin. Let's talk about the Democrats. What do you think of Joe Biden? Sleepy and creepy. Very creepy. Kamala Harris. Not black enough or white enough. Uh, not even close. I haven't decided which. Elizabeth Warren. She's 2% Apache and 1% fuckable. Okay, next. <laughs> All right, how about uh, Bernie Sanders? Bernie? I thought he died. I never speak ill of the dead unless they fought in Vietnam. A Pete Buttigieg. I love the gays, okay, but a bottom can't be president. I'm sorry. It's in the Constitution. Look it up, Howard. Look it up. All right, uh, Senator Cory Booker. Googly-eyed Cory. Who the fuck is he looking at, right? Is he looking at me or is he looking at the next guy? I don't know. Bill de Blasio. Too tall, black family, no thank you. What about uh, John Hickenlooper? Hickenlooper. Okay, now we're just making names up. Come on. <laughs> Be serious, Howard. Be serious. Marianne Williamson. If she's that crazy on stage, imagine how she is in the sack. Andrew Yang. President Ching Chong. Not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. So you're sure run. you don't have a racist bone in your body? Bigly. <laughs> wow. Isn't that something? That was one of my favorite calls from uh, President Trump. So good. Marianne from Brooklyn has a favorite moment from 2019. Oh, a, a news moment? What was your favorite moment from 2019? <laughs> Isn't that funny? This is not my favorite moment of 2020. Let's see. Marianne? Oh, boy. I can hear, there she is. Oh. Oh, my God. oh yeah! I called her down from the audience at Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I did. Okay. I had her on TV. You know, I forgot about that. I, I forgot on... it too. Always forget about me, Howard. And guess what? Uh, your phony phone call with the colonoscopy won the 2019 phony phone call. Oh, is that true? It beat it. It beat out. It beat out Gary's flirty game. That's that was oh. a tough competition. I didn't think I'd win that one. I did, I did, I did, thank you, thank you. Ah, ah. All right, finish this up, who's up? Uh, Jason, me, I'm up. Okay. Uh, so Trump's press secretary, uh, Sarah Sanders, was interviewed on some Christian broadcasting network last year. Right. And she told them that God wanted Trump to be president. Right. So then she called in to our show to explain. Okay. I love this. I think you were asking what God wants. I yeah. think God wants you to shut the fuck up, you flaccid dog penis. Well, you said that God uh, wants Donald Trump, but what about... Uh... Of course he does. Just like God picked Noah to build the ark, 
he tapped Donald Trump on the shoulder while he was fucking a porn star and asked him to build the wall. It's fucking obvious. Well, hey, listen, I mean, yeah, the, saying God chose uh, Donald Trump is like saying Santa Claus chose me to be the president. Uh, are you? You don't president? have any proof of that. Are you president? No. What kind of how did Trump is the fucking president and that you are a fucking gargoyle on the Chrysler building the fuck the coat rack? Oh my god. <laughs>